0: welcome everyone to episode 87 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today i had another really incredible rapper a good friend of the show jordan e420 uh you might know him from the collab project i did with j trey called the odyssey um which was a very awesome experience i've talked about that in the past how that came together pretty organically jordan also works with Luke kang and og process who were both on this show before Um, So, it's really cool to finally get him on this show and get to know a little bit more about him. He's been between uh, Baltimore and Denver and a lot of other places. uh, And he talks about how he's eventually going to be moving out to Arizona. I don't know if that's going to be permanent or, you know, uh, short term or whatever. But he's trying to do some more shows out there and everything. So, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, But he called me from Denver this week and we talked about uh pretty much his view of you know being underground versus being mainstream essentially and i think i enjoyed his take on how underground artists really have you know they can really carve their own lane more than someone that's signed or someone that's really mainstream and a lot more people know them Uh, we talk about you know how just having a core fan base can really benefit you you really don't need to be known by millions and billions of people as long as you have really loyal fans that enjoy your music and everything and You know what i love most about jordan is that he's just very consistent with his releases and he's always putting out some new concepts some new collabs and everything uh the same way that Liu kang and og process are i think that's why they tend to collab a lot because they all just have that work ethic that i really get inspired by myself and i feel like you know every time i see these guys put things out i kind of gotta you know up my game a little bit and everything and you know jordan's just an incredible mc I really love that he's just very passionate about what he does and talks about, you know, if he eventually loses that, he's just going to not do it anymore. And it's that simple. Uh, but I think that as long as he continues to enjoy it and really put his all into it, it's going to pay off for him over time. And I'm just really happy that he is gaining all this momentum. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And without further ado, let's get right into it all right welcome everyone to episode 87 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today i have another really dope mc a uh, good friend of mine good friend of lu kang a uh, good friend of og process and j trey all who have been on the show before this guy's a really consistent artist i love the work ethic and i love what he puts out uh, jordan e420 how are you man i'm doing good how are you doing Doing great, and like I said, I think this is long overdue, man, because you're like the last piece of that puzzle like that I had to get on this show out of that whole group of guys you work with and everything, and I love all the stuff you guys are doing, uh, and I'm happy to have you here, man, and so basically to start it off, uh, we just have the guests give a little bit of background, you know, how you got into music, how long you've been doing it, uh, where you're from, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. It's overdue, for sure. Um, glad I can be on it. Um, yeah, for music, man, uh, I've been—you know—I've always been a big fan of it, like most people. Always just listening to uh, underground shit, a lot of the, um, the legends, and just growing up around music too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, as far as rap, uh, you know, I didn't think I'd be doing rap because uh, I started out listening to um, a lot of different types of music, like rock and. Um, just all kinds of shit, instrumental shit, guitar shit. Um, And then it was till about like 20, I'd say like somewhere in high school, maybe like 2010, 2011 is when I started uh, getting into hip-hop more because before that it was more, um, I always liked it but I didn't really, really absorb the music the same way Mm -hmm. until it got to a certain age. So, um, you know, and then me being me, me wanted to rap, that was a whole another thing that didn't come until like 10 years later. But, you know, just a lot of inspiration got me started because just hearing how the underground, um, you know, can just create their own lane mm-hmm. and just make where you can literally talk about anything you want. You know, the thing, there's no, nobody's saying uh, you have to rap about this, there's no rules to this shit. And um, once I kind of figured that out, and I saw kind of how some people were maneuvering in the game. Um, I was just like, fuck it. Like I always loved, loved music, you know, just even reciting the lyrics while I'm, while I'm bumping it and, and smoking and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, one day I met this dude, I was at Whole Foods getting something very organic. And, uh, I ran into this dude, he raps, he was from Denver. It was my first time out here. And, um, he was showing me some of his stuff that he did and I was just like, man, like, that was the first time I had met somebody who actually was actually doing something with it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just listening and being like, yeah, he's all the way up there, but it was, it was, uh, it was at that moment that I was like, shit, well, I'm." he knew this producer we started rocking with out of Denver too and we just started, um, we just started fucking around and beats, you know, mm-hmm. and having fun doing it. It wasn't a, something we were even trying to go anywhere with at the time, we were just having fun. Like my very first EP was called Just Having Fun. Mm. And you can't even find it now. I took it down because, you know, that that was like just a little fun thing. I, did it, I didn't even think I was going anywhere with it, so. But, um, yeah, so I just started doing that and then all of a sudden I started, I found out about Hunger Force in 2019 he's another producer and I started he started me inspiring me with his beats just to to rap so I started um, buying beats from Hunger Force putting together little tapes and shit um, then I met um, my, home, my homie Wolf um, in LA mm-hmm. and we uh, we laced a, a Pay Fisher beat which is a producer for Larry June and a couple other dudes well, that was a, that was so that was a big thing um, it's called LA Nights that song but that one's out um, that was probably the first um hit that I'd made. So it was it was good and then it just kinda went up from there. Twenty nineteen end of twenty nineteen. I, I dropped my first uh, tape scenic run out. Um and I pretty much stayed consistent at twenty twenty I had some months off. Uh I met Lou Kang out in Baltimore. We really started getting going then too. Mm-hmm just like man I started getting in this really good rhythm
0: tell like myself man just from being like an outsider looking in that you definitely enjoy it because I feel like the only way to have that consistency and to even want to put yourself out there like that is to actually have fun with it because if you're just continuously putting things out just to do it and get attention it's kind of like what's the point you know what I mean if you don't really believe in what you're doing and everything it's never going to work anyway so I think for you because I've I think I've we've known each other for over a year now so it's like I see you putting out all this music and it's really up to par and up to quality and everything. And I can tell you're having fun with like the concepts and you do these collab projects and these collab songs and you're just doing what you love to do. So I think it's a great thing. And I, I really like what you said about like you were kind of attracted to the underground scene, which I think a lot of people, they don't even, they either don't know that that is like a real thing or they just look at the people up top on like billboard and stuff. And they think that that's the only way to be successful but it's right. like, no, if you have, like, your own fan base and people will really enjoy your stuff and you only have, like, 10,000 fans, it doesn't even matter. It's going to work out. You're going to have a great career, and you're going to have the long-term consistency. You don't even have to ever be known by millions of people. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, I think that that is something that a lot of people kind of, like, like I said, they either don't know it exists or they kind of just overlook it. But I love that. And if we fast-forward then to this past year, 2021, obviously you had a big year. You put out a lot more music and everything. Uh, how do you think that all the releases for you this year did like compared to how you wanted them to do, or were you just kind of just going kind of like you were talking about, about just lining up releases and just seeing what happens and just having fun with everything. Like looking back on 2021, do you think you accomplished all of the things you kind of wanted to?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know when i got into this stuff i didn't know, you, you can't have any expectations you know mm-hmm. that's the that's the main thing if, if you're going in with expectations you know none of that is guaranteed no results are guaranteed yeah. so and and that leaves you with two choices you can either what are you in it for that's what you need to ask yourself too mm-hmm. It's like are you doing this now for I mean, obviously you, i mean most people who make music they want other people to say yeah i, li- I like this i fuck with this mm-hmm. and maybe some people want to get paid from it there's a lot of different uh, categories within that, but uh, for me, yeah, I want to see something out of it, and I don't necessarily want to. I mean, you know, I just kind of look up to the people that got me started, and I see where they're at now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, some of them had twenty thousand followers when I started, and they were responding to every comment, and now they're over a hundred k, and that's just uh, motivation too. To see that because a lot of those guys they have like five six different ways of income so you don't you know you can't ever be all rap because the minute you uh you get too high up these labels control you they control what you say mm-hmm. uh it's not genuine anymore you're not even putting out music anymore it's just shit that they can try to use and and kind of hurt the youth even yeah because a lot of this stuff is just garbage to be honest and uh yeah. you know I'm not gonna say that I'm some amazing person either. No, I'm saying, but I'm nowhere near the greatest. Mm. But all I'm saying is, is a lot of this stuff that they, no, this is the main thing I'm trying to say is no talent really gets you to the top because you can look at a lot of great rappers who have, who deserve way more props than they have. So it's, it really comes down to selling their soul. Mm. And that's a whole nother topic. That's some, some really deep, dark stuff that goes on. That's kind of under the scenes. And, um, but for as far as my expectations answer your question, um, you know i've I've seen progress definitely, and like I said, that progress kind of keeps me going. So there's no expectations. I've just seen the growth. Mm-hmm. so that's definitely feels good to
0: see that yeah.
1: because I'm going in expecting
0: pretty much nothing out of this, yeah, so, and I'd agree with that a hundred percent because I think that. You know, in your mind, you want things to be a certain way, but no matter what, they're always not going to be exactly how you planned it anyway. So it's like you kind of just got to, you know, use your best judgment and kind of just go and see what happens every day. And I love the whole thing about just seeing the progress because, especially as like independent artists, we're usually doing a lot by ourselves, or maybe we have a couple other people in our corner, but that's about it. So it's like when you get the little wins, they still start to add up, you know what I mean? And you, right. you continue to just get those little wins here and there, and then you're like, wow, now I have more confidence. Like I'm just going to keep going and keep seeing what I can do. And eventually, like long-term, that's all going to pay off. It's just you have to start somewhere. Right. I think it's always where you start is the hardest part because you're like, I can't see any results and I don't know how to get there. But then when you right. slowly build it up and just keep climbing the mountain, you know what I mean, it just, uh, it all pays off in the end. So I, I really definitely uh, see what you're saying with that for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the dope underground guys take
1: forever. Yeah. Like exactly. even Benny, Benny the Butcher, like nobody going to pay him any money. He was rapping for like 10 years, putting good, decent shit out. And yeah. it wasn't until he was 35 that he really started. So that that just goes to show you, like what you said, you never know when the work you put in is going to pay off. So, yeah. Until you give up, there's more
0: hope. Yeah, exactly. And I also love, because it's interesting, because Benny actually just signed his first actual deal. But I love what he said when he signed the deal. He was like, I was never going to sign a deal unless it was right for me and my situation. I'm not going to just sign a deal because I want to be looked at by people like, oh, he signed a deal. He's like, no, I made sure that all the chips were on my side of the table, and I can still dictate my career the way I want to. It's more of a partnership than anything, you know what I mean? So it's like that's another big thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. They're such in a hurry to get things rolling and, Mm -hmm. you know, be looked at a certain way and taken seriously by whoever. It's like you really got to look at this long term and be like, do I really want to be in here for this long? And if I do, you know, I got to make sure that everything is right for my situation and the people around me and everything and take care of Uh that. And really, literature—that oh, right. you know what I mean. Now, nowadays,
1: people got their, their soul in their hand, running around trying to find someone to take it. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. It's it's not how it used to be. I mean, this—they've they, really—it uh, just goes to show the turn. You know, they're starting to turn us and turn us more and more. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's pretty scary right now, the world. When you look at it,
0: yeah. So it's it's important to uh, try to give them a message that they can. that's going to teach them something yeah. and and benefit them in some way or another, yeah. or even just relate to. Exactly. And, and I feel like with the access of more information to people, it's like it could go really good or it could go really bad. So I think we have a responsibility to be like, hopefully we can steer people in a good direction. You know what I mean? Because we know this definitely, type of thing. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, love that. So obviously a lot of music. Uh, where have you been recording these days? Are you strictly just recording like at home or on the road or maybe in studios? Like where have you been uh, just laying down a lot of the verses? I record in uh, studios and uh, I also do a lot of
1: recording in my car, believe it or not. Um, I have a nice setup in the car and I, I just post up. I'll go to somewhere in nature, like mm-hmm. a nice river to somewhere very peaceful where I can, you know, just be at, at, at peace with the environment, look at what's around me. Yeah. And, and uh, that kind of inspires me to write usually or, or just put me in the right mood to rap too. So, um, I like doing it in the car just because it's 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 nice. It's convenient to mm-hmm. mix it because I always like to bump my stuff in, in the car too. Yeah. So it's like I can literally knock something out, get it mixed. I use BandLab app, which is a good app, and um, you can literally get a song done in like an hour yeah. with and master it. And I mean, it's not like the mastering like super in the top top notch, but the BandLab mastering is pretty clean. Like it gets it sounding like pretty damn crisp
0: yeah like it's good enough for me right now i've never i've never heard that one but I, that's honestly a great idea because it's like you're right you can even just take the ox and be like let me hear this what i just made and then if it's not even what you wanted you can go back and tweak it right on the spot literally yeah, yeah. that's what i do every time yeah. and like it's uh, it's
1: convenient and it, it, like when you're i mean you can do that in the studio too like if yeah. you have good speakers but there's something about the car like
0: just feels good yeah I like and you that. can hotbox in there and stuff. See, you just gave me an idea, because I might have to try that with, like, Megan Beats. See, I, see it's funny, because I used to do that a lot when I had, like, my truck. When I was first starting out, I would, like, skip class and go sit in the car. But the difference is it's, like, 10 degrees, and it's snowing, and I'm like, I'm going inside. <laughs> right. Because I'm freezing my ass off. But yeah, it'll kill your battery, too. But Yeah, yeah, that as well. But but, uh, but, yeah, I definitely love that about just kind of getting in touch with, like, nature almost like you're not technically outside but you are outside you know what i mean and like you surround yourself by a different environment it honestly probably helps the writing anyway and just helps you kind of free your mind so it does it it does yeah definitely love that so i know as well you just started uh producing as well i don't know if you just started producing but you just started uh you're gonna be self-releasing a lot of music that you're making the beats for so how did that whole thing get going and what are you using to make beats and like how's that been going for you? Uh, Koala, I'm just doing sampling, so it's nothing major. But um, mm-hmm.
1: I'm just you know getting loops, lining up the drums, yeah. and slapping them together. Um, the app is pretty easy to use. I decided to do it just 'cause I got I got some people who are sending me beats, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not really trying to pay for them right now. but mm. To be honest, like I paid for a lot of beats already. Yeah, and. I'm not, it's not like I'm getting enough streams to, you know, be getting exclusives and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I, I understand that it's a long term investment and all that, but it's like, at least it'll do me just as good because I, the way I see it is this music's just going to keep getting better. I'm never going to run out of stuff to say. Mm-hmm. I'm just, there's always going to be more beats. So it's like, I'm right now, I'm just building and building. So uh, I decided to just start making the beats myself. Yeah. And,
0: I think not, not only sure. that. I think that you making your own beats that honestly solves that issue to begin with because you're gonna be owning the copyrights anyway, right from the inception of the track. Like you don't even have to go exactly. through any of that process anyway. So it makes it easier on you to be able to be like, I just made this idea. Now I can go right to it. Then I can rap to it. Then I can just do with whatever it is what I want with it. You know what I mean? So I think right. that just makes it easier on you overall. And I think it's also like. If you get really good at it, it's going to be a skill that is going to make you even more diverse, in my opinion. So you, no you never know. You could even be producing for other people one day. Like, who knows? Right, right. And, but Yeah, yeah I just, shout out to my, my dog, Tommy Hill, in Toronto.
1: He, uh, he put me onto the app. He's, he's one of my producers. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's not on uh, social media because he, he literally just works with our group, and that's what makes him even more unique because... We just we just literally talked through telegram. Mm. That's the only social media here. Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. that, that's the homie. Shout out to Tommy Hill. Yeah. Didn't you guys just did what, like a collab E. P. right? Again?
1: Yeah, we did a Night Clouds E P. Yeah. Which was a jazzy type feel to it. And then we did um we just did a bunch of singles. He's always on at least one of my projects to
0: one beat of his so yeah I've seen I've seen his name pop up a lot so I might have to dig into more of his work for so sure yeah he's got
1: that stuff you can just unwind to you know yeah like it's very uh, relaxing just it puts your mind at rest like just it's all instrumental like he has beat tapes out like he just puts out cafe music literally like shit you just wanna like it just makes you definitely inspired you just hearing the
0: instrumental yeah. so love that so, obviously, you mentioned um, Larry June, one of your big influences earlier. I know that Currency is a big influence for you. Is there anyone else as well that, like, you um, still listen to or maybe that has kind of influenced your style and everything?
1: All of that, like Trademark, Young Roddy, yeah. um, Street Wiz, Corner Boy P. Um, uh, just a, dude, there's a lot of dudes from New Orleans that mm-hmm. are just crazy underrated. Uh, King Ikeen, JNX. All these like crazy underground dudes that are Gene Stanza, like um, most people have never heard of them, but they're hard. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I don't, I'm the type of person that's like, I can enjoy a song if everybody listens to it, but it's like, it just makes it different for me when it's like, nobody really knows about it and mm-hmm. it's hard. Like, I've always kind of been like, I don't like to listen to anything mainstream, yeah. Uh, even, even if it's good. Like, I can respect the hustle and stuff, but if if a lot of people are listening to it, like, it turns it off to me
0: for -hmm. some reason. But I can still respect it great. Yeah. You mentioned New Orleans, then. Do you have any, like, New Orleans ties at all, since you're into a lot of artists down there? Have you ever worked with anyone down there yet?
1: Oh, not yet. I do have one person that um, I'm trying to get it in, get some music in with. But um, it's a work in uh, progress right now, but we'll see. Nice. There's a lot of them I would like to work with, but they've also earned their position in the game You know, they've done it for a long time a lot of them so and some of them aren't even really racking anymore because they just like said fuck it, you know, yeah.
0: but um,
1: Good music never dies. So
0: exactly exactly so, out of you know all the people you've worked with so far, who do you think are some of your favorites, or maybe you just have a really good chemistry with one or two people uh, that you just really enjoy making songs with? Uh, Luke Kang, definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I met him, he just we just got we just got on the same level mentally. Like anytime we hear a beat,
1: we don't even have to ask each other what we're about to rap about. Like that shit just always just blends. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely my dog wolf in l a too um those two definitely, because those are the two I started like rapping with before any of this, but like even when I wasn't like doing well, like I couldn't stand beat, and they still fucked and showed love, and you saw the saw the um the, the, um highest shit, can't think of the word. well um
0: definitely those two. Man, it's crazy. I don't know if you heard the episode with Liu Kang, but he spoke pretty highly of you, and he actually credited you for like making him rap again. Because I guess he used to rap in school, and then when he stopped, you were kind of the person that got him back into rapping. Like you encouraged him to be like, "Yeah, man, you should start again because you're really good," and all this stuff. Like he, like he spoke of your guys' relationship. Like it was pretty damn important to him and his journey. So I thought that was incredible. Oh, yeah, that's my brother, man. For real, like,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's one of my he's one of my best friends, no cap. Like, just and I, it's like I don't even know him that long, but it's just like when you meet somebody, um, real, mm-hmm. it's just exactly like the same. it's just you just mesh like that, and that's kind of how it was with um a lot of these dudes, yeah. Uh, even OG Process and and Wolfgang. So, yeah. and you know, it's a. Uh, it's kind of what we, we were just in our own circle, just doing our thing. So yeah. we're all working all the way around.
0: Now, do you prefer to work more in person with people, or are you still working through emails, or it doesn't really matter to you? Like, do you prefer kind of the more face to face interaction to get a song going, or has it not really affected you that much?
1: Yeah, I don't think It going not matter to me. Um, if it's somebody new, they're if it's somebody I've never met who's just reaching out to do a feature then mm-hmm. I would prefer to know them first or like you know I don't I, I would like to charge I've started to charge now we're just outside of the team you know mm-hmm. nothing crazy but uh, there's been a few times where the features have come up it's just kind of this thing to me now where I don't want to have any fallouts with any people Yeah. you know if I can't if I can't respect you as a person I don't care how good you are at rap. Like, if you're not rapping your life, I don't care how good you are at rap too. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't. I don't want to just rap with anybody. Like, so
0: that's all. Yeah, and that's to me. That's where huh. it starts too. Is with that personal relationship because it's like we could make music. You can make music with anyone technically because the way it works now is like you could just meet someone on Instagram, message them. And the next thing you know, you've got a song together, but it's, I think it's more still, you want to have a song or songs that actually mean something. You know what I mean? If you're like a real artist and you care about what you're putting out there, you don't want to just put anything out there. So I think that all goes back to the people that are around you and the people that you're working with, You kind of have to be on your same like frequency a little bit, you know what I mean? And I totally yeah, and, and you, yeah. it's
1: not everybody's not gonna sound good together. Like yeah. he may have a different, he might be rapping about a whole another topic, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what ended up happening even with um my homeboy here in Denver. He, you know, he was on, he was rapping about a lot of um, way different shit that he had been. Through. I mean, he was rapping his life, and mm-hmm. it was real, but it was just nothing that I could relate to. Yeah. So because of that, our music he couldn't get on my shit because he doesn't, he's never been in that position, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that, that's what people need to understand too, just because even even if it's somebody higher up than you, like you want to feature with this dude, but you guys won't even sound good together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to have an ear for, you have to know their music too. Yeah. But obviously the personal connection is always better. But once you get that
0: connection, I don't think it matters as much as if it's in person or, you know, just sending files. Mm -hmm. I think that's great, too, because I think the last thing you want to do is be a yes man in those situations where you're just saying yes to every single thing and it really doesn't matter what it is because then you got to look at yourself and your integrity at that point and be like, what am I actually doing this for? You know what I mean? So I definitely would echo that because I think a lot of people – especially when they're coming up, they kind of want to be involved in every single thing and just be everywhere at once. But it's also like you kind of got to narrow your lane just a bit and be like, okay, I can work with this person because we just mesh very well together and we can see what we can build up. And I definitely agree about the aiming. People aim for the top way too much because they're looking at these artists that are way ahead of where they are and they're trying to have them come down and do a feature or do this, that, and the third. It's like why wouldn't you just work with the man next to you who's where you are and you guys are friends and you can build this whole thing from the ground up and make something great you know what I mean right but, and when
1: you're doing this shit all around like when you're doing this shit like a craft that you know is hard mm-hmm. it's like a heart it's a shot in the dark to make it in rap mm-hmm. a shot in the dark no matter how good you are but it's like if you are looking at the bigger picture from the bottom it's gonna seem impossible that's why I always gotta tell yourself to short uh, to set uh short term goals. Mm-hmm. You know? Because nobody <clears throat> unless they were a trust, uh you know, they had rich their parents or something, they would nobody got it like that. Yeah. So you could, I mean the easy way out is I mean, I wouldn't say it's the easy way out, but it's a lot harder to do some shit on your own mm-hmm. than go to suck up to one of these corporations for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging those people or anything to say that. But it's like, that's a big commitment and a big risk Mm -hmm. to a lot of people too. I mean, and you can still work these jobs, but you know how it is. If you're making music, you need a lot of time to write. And, you know, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So if you're working full time, even, it can be kind of hard
0: sometimes. But you got to make sure that you chase your goals or do something. Yeah. And I, that definitely goes back to the stacking the small wins to see the big payoff in the end because it just continues to cycle back. It's like once you get the small wins for one goal, then you got to set another goal and continue that process again. So I think that's just a huge. Uh, thing that a right. lot of people will learn eventually if they haven't learned it already it's well, just that's why a lot of people quit too yeah exactly they don't even make it past the first couple of years because they just don't have that commitment to be able to uh but it's it is tough it's like it's not it's not like we're sitting here saying it's not hard it's just it takes right. a different type of mentality to be able to do and, that.
1: and and there's two categories of those people you know obviously they're the ones who they tried to do an overnight record and they couldn't do it so they said fuck it they weren't in it for the right reason anyway Mm -hmm. but then there are people who also have put in a decent amount of work and said fuck it so Mm -hmm. um, as long as you're doing it the right way like I can understand it but you have to that just goes to show that they weren't really you know they either got tired of doing it or they got discouraged I don't know Mm -hmm. but until I have don't have enjoyed doing it
0: I'm gonna keep going, yeah, one hundred percent. i I agree one hundred percent because I think that the joy it has to be rooted in that to begin with. You have to start with the essence of why you got into it to begin with. And when it gets really hard, I think you got to go back to that and be like, why am I doing this again? Oh, it's because I really love music and I love sharing that feeling with other people the way that these artists shared it with me. And then it gives you like that thing of like, okay, I can keep going now. You know what I mean? But if you don't have yeah. that, it's gonna be a lot harder to keep right. going so yeah totally I'm agree. Down. so obviously new year pretty much here 2022 what do you think you're looking to accomplish in 2022 are you just looking for more progression like you're just going to keep going keep trying stuff and see where it goes yeah definitely more just more content of course mm-hmm. um,
1: um probably start to some shows um some performances at the next step, definitely more visuals. Um, just keep, yeah, pretty much besides that, just keep going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um definitely have some uh, a lot of collab projects coming out. I mean, Liu Kang, Wolf working on a
0: um, trio tape probably around 420. I'll probably be dropping at least something every month, so mm-hmm. it's going to be gonna be busy year. Now you got you got one coming out in what, January, right? Like a project as well?
1: Yeah, I'm dropping a single on the on the first of the month. That's a single off the um upcoming tape. It's called Traveling Artist. I produce about half of it and then I got um one of my my boy from Texas, Rudy. He's gonna be on a few and uh Tommy Hill as well. So nice. that one's probably gonna be end of January, but the single is on the first.
0: Nice, looking forward to that, man, for sure. Because I just saw you posted about it, so I'm like, he's back again, man. He just doesn't stop. <laughs> well, yeah, I shit, I can't help myself. Just when I think I'm going to take a break, either, yeah. I'm already in the car doing another one. So it's like, as long as I
1: keep getting these beats, it's just like,
0: I, I have to do it. Yeah, love that, man. So if you could go back uh, 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do? that one more time. If you could go back ten years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all, what do you think you would do?
1: Um I would have saved up more money. Hmm. Um just act up a lot more. Mm-hmm. Probably. other um, than that, I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to do that because it's like if I could take this mind back to ten years ago, then yeah, it's a wrap. But if I have to pinpoint certain things, then I I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I, I think everything that you go through makes who you are today. Yeah. And it's 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 destiny. It's God's uh, God's path for you. So mm-hmm. I think
0: that's uh, the main thing. Yeah. You can't you just gotta kind of look forward. What's done is done. Mm-hmm. And there's always time. More hope. So speaking of looking forward, then, 10 years from now, where do you think you envision yourself in your career and your life as well?
1: Mm. I think I'll be in heaven by then. I don't know if we'll last that long. Mm. It's looking pretty dark. If I had to guess, I would think that. Well, everybody, I think there'll be a new earth by then. Mm. But if it's... If, if, I mean, not just in my opinion. But if we're still here, I hope to be um, a thousand, a thousand songs out and just touring all the time. Mm. Lo- local shows, though. I don't, I don't ever want to go to big venues. So I want to perform at like uh, cafes and shit. Yeah. Somewhere really out, out the way. I don't want to get shot.
0: <laughs> now, are you, are you going to be doing this stuff in like Denver then, or?
1: um well I'm about to be moving to Arizona okay so I'm uh I'm in Denver now but I'm gonna be out to Arizona in um February I'm gonna be playing out there so I might do a few before I leave but I'm also focused on some other personal things right now too so it might just be something I it's more in the the near future but for now um yeah, shows, yeah, just um, what I mean by that is like, maybe, like, 30, 40 people. I don't even want to, like, have a, a lineup. I just want to pop up to a place. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe even somewhere that nobody's heard of me and just get them on, on my stuff. Yeah. And because, yeah, if, you know how it is now. Everybody's getting, uh, can't trust it. Like, there's just concerts now where, and I'm not saying that I have fear to, like, not perform, but it's, like, it's not really my scene mm-hmm. either. Like I just like to, I just like to be
0: less people. I'm not a people person. Yeah. Um, I just like to be low key. That's just my personality. But yeah, you and me, I don't even go to concerts myself. Cause yeah. You and me both, I man. Like I feel I've definitely feel that one. It's like sometimes you just want to kind of just keep it to a minimum. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That, that
1: was like more of a pastime. I, the older I get, it's like. Just trying to move wise and,
0: and just be able to breathe. Yeah, exactly. And, so, speaking of being wiser, do you have any final words of wisdom for the listeners today?
1: I uh, just know that you can do anything you want. Uh, you know, whatever you put your mind to, you gotta believe in yourself. No one else will believe in you, so mm-hmm. um, just go for anything you want because if you want it, it'll show. You know, whatever you want is what you put your time into. Mm -hmm. So you can accomplish whatever you want. That's what I would say. Just keep a positive mindset. Don't go into it with expectations. Mm -hmm. And find what you
0: love to do. And stick with it. Well said, bro. Well, Jordan, man, that's all I have for you today. Uh, Like I said, I appreciate you, you know, reaching out to be on the show and everything. And like I said, I'm sorry it took so long, uh, but hopefully we can do it again soon. Uh, Hopefully we can work again soon, man. I loved working with you on the Odyssey and everything and everything that you guys got going on. Just keep up the consistency. Keep, you know, just dropping songs and seeing where it goes. And I just love how you are really passionate about, hip-hop and about what you're doing and things you're putting out there so never never lose that man and just keep going well i appreciate you man i appreciate you for having me on Mm -hmm. it's been an honor thanks everyone for listening today that was episode 87 we'll be back this time next week as always hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds and feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode so we'll see you then thanks everyone